something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi guys, and welcome to another new episode of Couch Talks on You Need Therapy. My name is Kat, and I am the host. If you are new to the podcast, and if you are new to Couch Talks, it is the special bonus episode of You Need Therapy where I answer questions that listeners, y'all, send to me, and you can send those to Catherine at youneedtherapypodcast.com. Now, quick reminder before we get into the episode today that although this is a podcast where I am talking about mental health and I'm answering your questions, this does not and cannot be a substitute or try to be a substitute for therapy itself, although it might lead you to therapy and it might lead you to talk about something new in therapy that you haven't yet. So today is a little bit different because I'm going to answer a question that came from a listener and I also am going to read an email that I got from a listener because I just thought it was really special and I appreciated it and it was about the episode that came out this past Monday. So on May 30th, I did an episode on orthorexia and some of the fad diets that, or I don't even know if I should call them fad diets, just some of the information out there about health and wellness and how that can influence the development of orthorexia. So I did that episode on Monday. If you have not listened to it, I highly encourage you to listen to that one. And then I got this email from a listener. And I wanted to read this email because I thought it was helpful. And if there is one thing that has definitely helped me heal my own frustrations and feelings around my old, in quotes, lifestyle and my eating disorder, if you're new and don't know a lot about me, I also struggled with an eating disorder, disordered eating, exercise addiction, and I did have a phase of orthorexia in all of that. And something that helped me heal from a lot of that and my feelings around all of that is adopting the belief that we get to decide what happiness means and feels like for ourselves individually. 
So if you want to be on the Whole30 for the rest of your life and that gives you joy and you can do that in a way that allows you to live a mentally well life as well, who am I to tell you that you shouldn't do that and who are you to tell me that I should do that in order to live a happy life? Although I do want to put the caveat, as a mental health professional, it is my job to talk about the risks involved in those lifestyle, in quotes, changes and and diets. And it's my job also to talk about the difference between quality of life and how that might rob certain areas of that. So there's more to be said in that. But nevertheless, a large part in creating that episode, why I wanted to do it, was to explain how the verbiage of these programs makes us feel like that is the way and that is the light and that is the truth and that is what we should be doing in order to optimize our lives. And that's just not always true because it takes a lot away from us at the same time sometimes. And I know when I was in my eating disorder, I really, really did like honestly think, and I don't think from a bad place. It was from like an unwell place. I wasn't healthy. My Honestly, my brain wasn't working very well because I wasn't feeding it. But I really did think I was better than everyone. And I thought I was healthier than everyone. And I was living a better life, all of that. I had an extreme superiority complex. And looking back, I know that that was birthed out of fear and I know that that was birthed out of insecurity. And so something I want to just encourage everyone with is that different ways of living are allowed to work for different people, even if they don't work for you, even if they wouldn't be ideal for you. Not eating gluten or eating gluten doesn't make you a better person. It doesn't make you a worse person. What we have to remember is the why behind or what. So why wouldn't I be eating that? If I'm not eating gluten because I'm afraid of it, because of some fear-mongering situation from one of these diets or from an influencer, some fake news situation, then there's something to talk about there. And so I want to just help us kind of gain back the power to make choices based on what fits with how we want to live our lives out of the capacity to live our best lives versus live our smallest, most regimented life. Now back to the email. I thought this was just very fitting and they emailed this specifically because of the episode. So I wanted to share it with y'all because I really enjoyed having this shared with me and I wanted to pass on the love and the encouragement in these words. So here is the email. I listened to your podcast that came out today, 530, and then saw this post on Facebook and thought it related to what you were saying. So I thought I would pass it along. It's titled Food for Thought. You can avoid alcohol, drugs, sugar, salt, wheat, dairy, and carbohydrates your whole entire life. You can exercise, meditate, and focus half your day on your health. But if you are swallowing your dreams, your ambitions, your regrets, your fears, your desires, and your bitterness on a daily basis, you will suffer, my friend. For nothing, nothing rots the flesh more than the negative emotions we ram down our throats on a daily basis. Food for thought. Say your truths, live your own way, be yourself, accept who you are, accept who others are too. Share your dreams, honor your desires, chase your ambitions, or don't. Perhaps your ambition is quite simply to be peaceful. Whatever it is you choose to do, give yourself peace. It's the most healing and rejuvenating path of them all. And that is from Donna Ashworth, The Right Words. And I just really like that because I really love the part that says, share your dreams, honor your desires, chase your ambitions, or don't. And I I really like that because it reminds me of the episode we did about like passion and Elizabeth Gilbert's speech and talk about the jackhammers and the hummingbirds and how some of us like really like to like put our head down and go forth and have this one passion in life. And some of us just like to kind of like float around and we need both. 
And so this speaks to the fact that like we need all kinds of people. And so what makes it feel like you're being the most you versus what feels like we are like shoving ourselves down deeper and deeper. And what do we feel like we're doing to like be the most accepted or do the right thing? Like the right thing, honestly, when it comes to like fueling our bodies is the one that makes us feel the best. And that might not be the same as somebody else. I mean, that's just like actual science. What feels good to somebody is not necessarily going to feel good to somebody else. And that changes as we grow too, right? So like the type of exercise I used to do might not feel good on my body 15 years later. And we are allowed to have space to change and move and do something different. I'll link that episode that I'm talking about, the passion one from Elizabeth Gilbert's talk on the hummingbirds and the jackhammers, because I thought that was a powerful episode. And I just love that whole thing that Elizabeth Gilbert came up with. So thank you so much for that email. I really appreciate it. And now we're going to get to the question for today. Hey guys, Kat here. And I have something very important to talk to you guys about. Now I know you're used to hearing me talk about therapy and how important it can be for you and how transformative it can be for you in your life. But if you're somebody who's tried therapy and it just hasn't done the trick or you just need a little extra boost, I think I've found the next best thing. And the next best thing might just be Cozy Earth and their bamboo sheets and their bamboo pajamas. It feels like you are stepping into a buttery, cozy, warm, and cool hug all at the same time. And that's just their pajamas. Don't even get me started on their sheets. As soon as I touched them, I said, okay, we're changing the sheets right now. And the bonus is they come in this really cute travel tote so you can take your sheets with you wherever you go. Elevate your summer getaway with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding and loungewear, ensuring the comfort of home wherever you roam. We're all in luck because you can discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code UNEED at checkout to get 35% off. Yes, 35% off. And let them know that we sent you Unique Therapy after you check out. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So here is the question. Hey, Kat, I've been listening to your podcast for about a month, and I've really enjoyed it. My therapist was the one who told me about your podcast, and she wanted me to listen to your episode on breaking up with people pleasing, which is amazing, and I've listened to about 400 times. My question to you is, when do you know when you don't need therapy anymore? I love my therapist, and therapy has saved my life, so I'm not stopping anytime soon, but I'm just curious what it looks like when you don't need to go as much. The struggles I've had, I feel like I'm going to struggle with for the rest of my life, so does that mean I need to see a therapist every week for the rest of my life? And I will also, this is Kat, I will also link that episode, the breaking up with people pleasing. That was one I did with my friend Aubrey and she's awesome. So I'll link that as well. And I love this question and I'm pretty sure we've talked about it before and that's okay. I don't remember when we did. So I'm just going to talk about this again because this comes up a lot. This comes up in the questions that you guys sent me and this comes up in my office all the time with my clients because yeah, legit, like how do I know when... I need to stop therapy. Am I going to have to go to therapy for the rest of my life? I know that some people struggle with things like depression, anxiety, fears, all this different feelings, relationship issues, communication problems. We might have those the rest of our lives because we're human beings. So does that mean you have to go to therapy every day for the rest of your life? Now, this is different for everybody, but I'm going to go ahead and say like the answer isn't necessarily yes and it's not necessarily no. There are some therapists that actually believe it's unethical to see somebody like a specific client for longer than three to five years. And the argument there oftentimes is if they still need to see you for that long, then you aren't doing your job and maybe they need somebody else or something else. I don't really prescribe to that anymore, although I definitely did when I started. I was like, I would never see somebody for longer than three years. I'm not doing my job. I wouldn't be being a good therapist. Obviously, I'm not helping them. I don't necessarily think that is true now that I know Uh, more about therapy and how it works. And I know more about the relational aspect of it. I might see somebody for 15 years throughout my whole career, maybe. Doesn't mean I'm going to be seeing them every week, but it might be a client that I have maybe as long as they're alive or I'm working. You can look at this a bunch of different ways. I see mental health as something that should be worked on and cared for just like any other aspect of your health. So if therapy is what you do to care for your mental health, You might see a therapist every week for your whole life, or you might see a therapist once a month or every other week or however long you want to. Maybe you aren't talking about what brought you into therapy anymore, but that's just probably a good thing. As we grow and we move and we learn and we age, things change. We're in different relationships. I mean, think about it. You might go to the doctor for one thing and then five years later, go back to the doctor for another. We're not going to be working on the same health issue when it comes to our physical health, just like we might not be working on the same health issue based on our mental health. Think about like the grieving process and we might have different things to grieve or as we go through different losses, they could be job losses, losses of people in our lives, relational losses, those shift and change. So yeah, you might go to therapy your whole life. You might even have the same therapist if that therapist is able to work with the thing that you're struggling with. So I might have a therapist that comes in for, let's say, an eating disorder. 
to make it simple and maybe they heal through that and they find some good recovery and then maybe five years later they go through a specific trauma that I don't have the tools and the expertise to care for and so I might refer them to another therapist for a period of time they might see that therapist for a little bit they might then come back to me they then might take a break from therapy who knows it's whatever feels right to that person based on them and the conversations they're having with whatever therapist they're seeing I really do think it's okay for somebody to go to therapy for a period of time do some good work and develop some tools that allow them to go experience the world without a regular therapist and you can take the things that you learn from that that therapist and continue to work on your mental health with those tools that you've learned and with other coping skills that you've developed. I don't think therapy is the only way to care for your mental health, although I do believe there is definitely a difference between something being therapeutic and something being therapy. That definitely is a whole other conversation. I posted about it last week on Instagram and it does fit here to talk about. So Cliff Notes version of that is maybe I have a lot of anxiety. So one of the things that I, I care for myself and I do to help that is meditation and maybe I take medication and maybe I work out. Maybe those are some things that help me cope with my anxiety and those are really helpful and those can be very have very therapeutic qualities to them. Help calm me down, help me think more rationally, help me just slow things down and help me stay more in my lane of the quality of, of health that I want in my life. Those things allow me to care for my mental health. They don't actually involve me going to therapy. Those aren't therapy. Therapy involves a lot more than that. Doesn't mean they're not helpful. Doesn't mean that therapy is the only way. Doesn't mean that those are the only way. But I think that there is definitely space to say that somebody might go to therapy, learn about coping skills that they didn't know about, and then they might not have to go back to therapy anymore. They might not need it anymore. The argument also there is that you might not need therapy, but you might want to go and that's okay. So when you ask the question, like, what does it look like when I don't need to go to therapy as much? I think that's one question. And then the other question is like, when do I know that I don't want to? Because you might not need to still see a weekly therapist, but it's okay if you want to. Sometimes people come in for something and it's very acute and then they gain some health and they gain some grounding and some footing. They develop skills and then they just like to come in to process things that happen in their week. And that's okay. And that's an individual decision that you get to make. And you can make that also with your therapist, which I do think that regardless of anything, bringing this up with your therapist is super important. That way you can be on the same page and talk about what it feels like and what would feel right to you at the time. You might be able to take a break and then come back. I have plenty of clients that I used to see weekly. Now I see them monthly or I might not see them for a couple months or even a year. Then they might come in for like four to six sessions or they might come back for a couple months and it's all relative. It gets to be whatever you feel like you need in conjunction with listening to what your therapist might offer you as feedback. I'm somebody who doesn't tell my clients specifically what they're going to need. That's not to say I have not suggested, hey, let's try out every other week to see what that feels like to see if if you still need me in the same capacity or just to help you practice your own skills. That's something I might encourage if somebody is teetering more on the like anxious side of like, I don't know what I would do without you to help them gain some like authority in, in their own life and autonomy. But again, it's all relative. I think something you might want to look for and feel for is when you start going to appointments regularly, like this happens often and you feel like you have nothing to talk about, that's kind of a sign of, hey, maybe I need to go a little less or maybe I want to try what it feels like to not go. Or if you feel like you're going every week because 
you don't want to upset your therapist or you don't want to hurt your therapist feelings that would be like hey red flag maybe you don't need to go as much because or maybe honestly you do because that's some codependency but you need to be going and I would hope my clients are going for their benefit and not my feelings to protect my feelings so all of that to say is there's a lot to this and it's a conversation that I would definitely recommend anybody having with their therapist, whether that's in the beginning. Hey, I just want to know what it's going to feel like and what I should look for to know when I'm going to stop. Or it's a conversation you have in the middle or you have a conversation when you're ready. Like, hey, I kind of feel like I don't need to come next week. Can we talk about that? One of the most important things about this is the ability to have that conversation with your therapist. There used to be, and there still is plenty of therapists that are, are more along the lines of, hey, we're going to do 12 sessions. We're going to do this thing. We're going to do this protocol. And so it's like kind of easy. Okay, we're done now. But I know I'm the kind of person that I could see you for a really long time. I could see you, like I said, for 15 years. I don't do regimented, like we're going to do this for five sessions and we're going to do this for five sessions. Then we're doing this for five sessions. Then you're going to be done. I don't see it that way. That's not how I work. And that's, I think, how therapy is continuing to evolve. It's less working that way. So my encouragement to you, since you do seem, especially that you feel comfortable with your therapist and you really do like them, bring it up. Bring it up and see what happens. And that is going to lead you to what you need more than me telling you what you should or shouldn't feel for that to be your time to shift. So I hope that was helpful. And I hope that was helpful for even the people that haven't asked the question, but thought it, or maybe you haven't even thought about it because that is something that I hear over and over. I was like, how do I know when I'm ready? How do I know when I'm done? Cause we don't do like graduation ceremonies when it comes to therapy. It's not like you do this for a year and it can be tough and scary. Like that's not to like ignore the fact that like it can be really scary to change a relationship and a routine that you have that has been really helpful. And also just because therapy ends doesn't mean you're dissolving the relationship with your therapist. I have people that I have not seen in years that I still like have so much love for. And if I got an email from them with an update, I would be so excited. Like the relationship is still there. It just looks different. It's a different capacity of relationship. And for anybody else who has any questions or just an email you want to share with me, like I shared earlier in this episode, you can email me Catherine at unitherapypodcast.com. You can follow me at cat.defada and at you need therapy podcast on Instagram. And if you want an extra episode of me every week, you can hear me on Amy Brown's podcast for things with Amy Brown. Every Tuesday, I do the fifth thing with her. And we talk about so many random things. Sometimes it's mental health focused. Sometimes it's about our lives. Sometimes it's about just the most random things. And I will say often I get on recording with those episodes with Amy, not having any idea what we're going to talk about. So you get to kind of hear me respond in real time to things. Keeps me on my toes. This one I get to plan. I get to be in control of that one. I'm like, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. So if you want to get an extra little dose of me, listen to that four things with Amy Brown. She also has episodes on Thursdays that she has different guests on that are really awesome. And I love listening to them when I get ready in the morning on Thursdays. She's just a light and an awesome person. So check that out. And I will see you guys on Monday for another new episode of You Need Therapy. Have the day you need to have, the week you need to have. And I will talk to you later. Bye. (music) 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.